The following is a Joel Mahalik production. On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. She asked him to leave because he wouldn't listen to the Joel Mahalik show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Uh, we're back after a short hiatus uh, of getting things done, and um, we weren't totally off the air, but we're back. Welcome. I'm Joel Mahalik, and across from me at the table here, actually alongside of me at the table here, <laughs> is the lovely Sharon. Yes, it's me. You'll get around the table again when you clean up my office. Probably, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or the studio, I should say. Yeah. Or the storage room, I should now say. Anyway, well, <laughs> welcome, everybody. The all-around room. Yes, we're back on what I think to be show one. I'm going to check this because I think it's show 165. I think you're right. Oh, my. It's 168. Because <gasps> we weren't what? totally off the air. We did, some, right. we did some yeah. other, um, other types of content right. while we were taking breaks. Yep. Um, but just to make sure that uh, the audience had something to enjoy, the Absolutely. networks had something to play, so they didn't cancel our contracts on us. <laughs> so and that. but anyway, so we're back. Uh, and if you want to get a hold of us on um, the uh, cyber life, very simply visit us at www.jmtalk.net. That's jmtalk.net. Uh, on social media, we're at TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk, Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. Yes, I had to write it down this time <laughs> because I hadn't said it in a couple looking, of weeks. I was like, what is he talking? I haven't said it in like three weeks. I know. And I didn't want to mess it up. I've missed doing this though. I really have. No, well, then you're never around. You've been on assignment for whoa, three whoa, weeks. Whoa, whoa, whoa. If you listen to the podcast, you've been on assignment uh, for three no, weeks. No, I know <laughs> I have. I know I have. Um,. So, <clears throat> yes, uh, 168. Here we are. Um, so much happened while we weren't at the table uh, as well. Um, I guess one of the things we should mention is um, for the people that live on the rock, for the people that live on the rock and depend on us, right? For some reason, mm-hmm. um, the daylight savings may be over as early as next year. I heard. So, um, I think I'm okay with that. Like at first, I was like, "So this is what Congress? This is all Congress has to worry about." Right. But uh, then, when I thought about it, you know, people have been bitching about this for a very long time. Yeah, they have the the uselessness of it. Um, I tried to look it up to find out exactly why it was done. There's so many reasons, right? Depending on where you live, why this was adopted. And there are some states that don't abide by it. There's some counties. Right. Imagine if we didn't abide by it here, and then we would go to the beach down to the camper, right? And we'd have to offset our clocks by an hour because that county is observing, and our right. county there's there's individual there are individual townships mm-hmm. in the in pockets of the United States townships, little hamlets that don't abide by it. Mm-hmm. That's got to be sort of archaic to go to the store and know that while you're at the grocery store, you're like an hour off one way or the other. I mean, you could miss Survivor right. or something like that. I, right. Or Big Brother or, or whatever. Show. Which one? I have a lot now. I know. Which one are you talking about? 
I just I you haven't watched The Office general. in months. I well, so you won't let me so I was on. I was halfway through the final season, which I still haven't seen. Right. And I stopped and went all the way back to the beginning for you. I know. And we're stuck at like season five. Well, yeah, but you've taken over the TV yourself, watching. That's because you're on assignment. Shows like From and Two and At. So I mean, just From. But you're always on assignment, somewhere. Well, stop sending me on assignments, and I won't go. But so one of the things I was always told and, and, and I couldn't find it to verify it at this point but one of the things I was always uh, told was that one of the reasons for Daylight Savings was so during the growing part of the year farmers could have that extra day right. of sunlight or that extra hour of sunlight but if you think about it if it was straight you know regular time no daylight saving time you're going to have the same amount of sun as you did with daylight savings time. Yeah. You know? So, it, and, and the other thing, too, my opinion. if that was one of the reasons, the other problem with that now, too, is um, we are not as big an agricultural society as we once were. Right? We we've, depend on other countries. We've depend. Well, yeah, we've become yeah. a consumer-based nation. Yes. Which has its own faults, but... Right. You know. Instead of an industrial nation that we used to be. So. Right. Um, now, the only reason, so I, I, I didn't check. I know the Senate passed it, so let's go back to the House, and then the President has to sign it if the House approves it. Right. I don't know where it was left off. The last I checked, the House hadn't voted on it yet, but they anticipate it's going to go through, no problem. But it won't go into effect until late 20, fall of 2023. Right. And the reason for that, I think, is um, because your airlines, your bus companies, all your transportation companies already have right. their schedules pushed out for quite some time. Oh, yeah. And they want them to not have to go through the, the uh, expense Hassle, of having to right. reprint all mm-hmm. that. So, you know. Exactly. I, I don't, no, I get it. I do. It makes sense. It makes, you, it, it makes you stop and think, look how much is dependent upon well, daylight savings right. time. Exactly. You know? Yeah, agreed. And so um, so we'll have to see how that... I almost wonder if society as a whole will go through this uh, natural something or other the first time we don't have to push one way or the other. What will do you, you mean? Well, will you feel it? Because we go, cause your body... and you, You've talked about it before, how your body is like a clock. Yeah, it is. We know that yeah. daylight savings back and forth yep. affects Molly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. It, it affects her schedule. Yeah. So, and hours too. I mean, if you think about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have to adjust our work schedule, feeding schedule, you know, feed, meaning eating schedule, you know, bathroom schedule, everything. So in the wintertime, it won't get dark as fast, but it still will get, there'll be, the, the days will still get shorter and longer because the right. axis of the earth will still have its natural effect. Right. You know, when exactly. we when we pushed forward, we were getting daylight till like 5.30. And now, at this point, we're seeing it's almost 8 o'clock already. I know. So, yeah. you know, we're still going to have that natural ebb and flow of daylight hours. I was looking at that, what was it, last night? I was sitting upstairs. And um, was it was it last night I was sitting upstairs? Or was I not? Uh, anyway, <laughs> I was actually joining the family in tv time and um i was thinking about that sitting there looking out the 
you know, our backyard. And I was like, wow, it's like 7. Am I boring you with this story? No. (laughs) He just yawned so hard. (laughs) But, and I was like, wow, it's really starting to get later longer. Yep. So. I look out the sliding glass doors and I go, man, we got so much to do out there. (laughs) I know. You know what? I can't, like, I'm having enough trouble keeping my mind straight. I know what I want to get done this weekend, so I'm just hoping that the weather cooperates because I know what I want to get done out there this weekend. Yeah, Me personally, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So anyway, so we're looking, I don't know if you're looking forward to it or not, but Daylight Savings is going to come to an end, at least here. I don't know what other countries are doing. There are more countries involved in this than I thought, but they all have to make their own decision. Yeah. So, um, so what else is happening? So obviously, you know, we don't, we haven't watched the Oscars in decades, but, uh, you know, apparently this year, I mean, the day after, like we get up at like five in the morning mm-hmm. and uh, when we got up every video on TikTok, no matter which way you went, scroll up, scroll down mm-hmm. was Chris Rock getting slapped by oh my goodness. Will Smith. And then on TikTok, it's. All these parodies of have you? I mean, I shared. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You. There's some of the parodies are, are they're funny. Yeah, yeah, they're funny. It's just wow. Yeah, well, like, so I mean, Will Smith is a pretty big deal at this point. Well, Will life. Smith is now banned from the Academy events for ten years. Yeah. So I um, hope he doesn't get nominated. <laughs> right. Because he won't be able to go there to receive it. And um, so here's like there's a lot of people have different opinions and everything like everything else, mm-hmm. right? Sure. Um, my my problem with what happened, well, a couple things. One, it you know it's a misdemeanor. He you know where is it right. a felony? I forget assault. Uh, it depends on the level of assault. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's the one problem, and no repercussion for that. Just a slap is probably a misdemeanor, but. If you beat the crap out of somebody, then that's kind of felony. So the other problem I have with it is it signifies a very important problem in society. Right. It has, it begins the discussion, not that I'm hearing a lot of things, right. I, 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 but I am. I'm hearing a couple things. There's going to wind up being a large discussion about the end of stand-up comedy. The stand-up comic is going to get suppressed by this woke thing, like, like you know. So there are two sides. Like he was joking around. Like video, like video surfaced of Snoop Dogg making fun of her for the same reason on like a different award show or something. Oh yeah, yeah. And then that's okay. And that's okay. Even she left. Even Jada uh, left. Oh yeah, yeah. So um. Where was I going with this? So anyway, so... I'm sure there's some sort of tension between Chris Rock and um, Will Smith. Well, I understand there's always been. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And um, so if anybody else had been standing up there, you or I, we wouldn't have got slapped. You know? However, because of the tensions... And I mean, you know, so they... So he was laughing at the joke until, un- he saw his until wife. she looked at him with this, and it wasn't even a go do something about it. It was like a disgust, like her eyes rolled, like oh my yeah, god, right? And then like suddenly, and, and suddenly, so so the the hood rat filly in him, 
just comes out and on national TV. And here's one of the here's one of the sad things you probably didn't know about this. No, or, or I probably I told you. I think I told you. Yeah. One of the sad things about this is this was the first Oscars in history. No, it wasn't Oscars. Was it? Yeah. You said it was. Uh... No, he was banned from the Academy. Yes. Okay. Oh, the wait. Academy decides. The whole that, Academy. Yeah, the whole Academy. Oh. All Academy events for ten years. So that includes the Oscars. That yeah. includes the yeah. Etsy Award, everything. Etsy. So, <laughs> um, so this was the first Oscars ever to be produced by um, a team of black Americans. So it was like this headlining, you know, never been mm. done kind of, you know what I mean? This, this was their, yeah. their night. This was their night to shine. Right. And he basically stole the entire thing with yeah. that one slap. Trivial. <laughs> any other time would be a trivial thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know? But then it, it, it was made to be, ew, that's just gross. Uh, it was made to be uh, into this well, Chris Rock was picking on her because she has, you know, alopecia. this alopecia, which Bruce Willis has as well. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. And um, but that's what I'm talking but, about, like comedians, and it's always been like this. Like, go back and look at the old yeah. George Carlin concerts. I know. They always picked on yes the weak and the stupid, and and because and, it was funny right. and it in was many, meant as a joke in many cases themselves look right. at brian regan he did an entire 45 right. minute comedy central special on how stupid he is i know so but it's meant to be in a light humorous funny way a just way for you to look at it and go wow yeah you know yeah, just a, exactly do you remember that comedian like oh, i can't remember his name we went to see him at dover downs and then he he appeared on my oh, old yes, live show yes, yes, yes. so he had uh, cerebral palsy Yes. And he comes out. I'll never forget the look on Dana's face because she was mortified. He comes out and everybody's giving him like an ovation. Right. And um, and he told him a joke and then you heard how he sounded and everything yeah. and the crowd got really quiet and he go, and I remember he said, you can go ahead and laugh because I'm going to be retarded all night. <laughs> and like there was like right. laughter and... Yeah, because uh, he was making and, fun of and himself. And the look on Dana's face was like she was mortified that he would say that. Yeah. But that's stand-up comedy. Exactly. It's not... Comedy is just that. Yeah. It's not meant to be serious. And if you're offended by comedy, then there's an issue with you. Right. Not, like, like, not the comedian. Just like the rest exactly. of the woke crowd. If you have issues with this and that, if exactly. it's affecting your life so bad, right? then you have other issues you have to look at. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I agree. Instead of trying to make the rest of society conform to how you feel. That's not yep. the way this works. Right. It's not the way it works. Yes, So sir. that happened. Now, I saw a clip from, so Chris Rock, a couple days later, did his first appearance since that event. Right. Uh, he, did a, he, did a, he did a stand-up con- concert. Right. And I saw he came out on stage, and everybody, he got a stand ovation. Like, you know, the, the outpouring of support for him. Um, so Remind me to tell you about his brother as well. Go okay. Ahead. So, and then when everybody calms down, they sit down and everything... He start. He didn't talk about it, but he starts out. He goes, "So, how was your weekend?" <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he did. He did make an announcement right after that. He goes, "You know, looks. You know, everyone knows something happened." He said, "I'm not ready to talk about it. When I'm ready to talk about it, I'll talk about it." Right. So let's get down to you know what we're here for, kind of thing. Yeah. So, but um, I understand it. Uh, it affected him deeply. 
Oh, and I, and I don't did. know if it was so much the slap or the reason for the slap. I think it was where and when it happened. Oh, sure. Can you imagine how yeah. embarrassing that is? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you were going to tell me about his brother? <laughs> yeah, his brother is also a stand-up comedian. And, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. His brother, and he came out, and he was saying something about it. He was like, listen... I'm not going to stand up here and I'm not going to talk about, you know, my brother and and I'm not going to do this. And if you've got a problem with being here because I'm here because of what happened with my brother, then sorry. There you go. Hmm. You know, so kind of in those lines of, you know, what he said. Right. So, yeah, it was just like uh, it. Sorry. Just trying to get you into the microphone a little bit. I'm sorry. Is this better? Is that too much? Yeah, no, it's better. Okay, so um, it, just that that one slap trickled down into the um, to the rest of the comedians. Yeah, you yeah. know how far can you take your jokes? How far can um, will the person you're talking about, whether they're in front of you or not, how far will they take it? So That's I, my guess. I saw an editorial cartoon that it was, uh, you know, one of those one-plate editorial cartoons. Yeah, yeah. And it was this guy and his little boy, and they were standing in front of this glass case in the museum. Yeah. And it had a guy in like a sparkly suit, and he was standing in front of a microphone stand. And the the comic said, you know, that son, that's that, that's a comedian. Uh, they died out around twenty twenty one. Oh wow! You know, and so, yeah. but that's the message. Yeah, that's the message of the, yeah. of the possibilities that, uh, and the impact of one single solitary right. moment yeah, in time. Exactly. You know, especially yeah. especially in this society with a, with a bunch of dopes called woke. You know what though? Everybody today is so. How, how? What's the word like? Um, Uptight. No, I mean like every teeny little thing, whether it happened a hundred million years ago, yeah. or it happened just two minutes ago, are either offended or highly sensitive to it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, sensitive to something that doesn't affect them. Exactly. Never did, and they weren't even here. Right. When it, you know and all I mean? they did was hear it. Yeah. You know, so it had nothing to do with them. And the fact that they heard it or saw it then affected them in a certain way. Well, it's a whole new world. Well, you know, these these babies need to buck up. Not my world, but it's a whole new world. I know, right? It's it's crazy insane. um, Okay, so anyway, we're going to get ready to take our break. Uh, We will have a Wombat of the Week this week. I think on our last two shows that we were here, I think the... The last one where we were on the air, on the air, it, it was in the third segment because we forgot it. And the week before that, we had forgotten it. Period. And it got held over. So, <laughs> so we're going to try really hard uh, not to get too involved with our own exactly. stories and, and, <laughs> know, and com- right? comedi- comedy rants before we get banned that we don't get you the Wombat of the Week. The Wombat of the Week will go, Wombat of the week will go on. Absolutely. I don't care about woke. <laughs> and if you don't do stupid things, or, right? And you won't, and, and you won't become a wombat. That. Exactly. So that plus, uh, when we come back, we'll get into some of the, besides the wombat, other stupid things out of the news, because that's one of our specialties here on the program. 
And uh, we'll be back right after this quick break on the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. This is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WON. The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. So I use my computer every day. Not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue. And you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Welcome back to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, on this week's program, um, we're back. Yeah. Lost my train of thought there. But anyway, <laughs> so now we're back. Uh, we got a couple different stories. One of them is the Wombat, but we have a couple different really, uh, it, you know, the, it has gotten to the point now where I could take just about any headline. <laughs> two dozen. Yeah. At least two dozen headlines in one week to be the Wombat. Right. What what are you doing? Stop! There's something there. Well, yeah, it's called an ear. <laughs> um, and they would they would be wombats. For example, shall we dive right in? Yeah, I have to turn let's away from dive you. Dive right in. So you have to talk to the back of my head. Uh oh, it's the design of the studio. <laughs> um. Anyway, Burger King is being sued by customers who claim that the Whopper is smaller than the advertisements. What? Yes. Um, mm. So the plaintiffs in the lawsuit, which was filed on March 28th, um, they are seeking monetary damages for anyone who was deceived by Burger King's advertising. Uh, although the filing doesn't, uh, you know, name uh, a monetary target, but wow. I like I don't know about that. Like I think the wow. I mean, everything in advertising looks better and bigger than it is. Well, that's because there's special agencies out there right. to photograph foods and half the foods that you're looking are at are food. not actual oh my god foods. i know you've seen those videos yeah if i was suing burger king for not for misadvertising would be suing them because they're advertising that you should actually eat the plant-based whopper <laughs> that is why i would be exactly, suing exactly right but anyway according to burger king burger king does not comment on pending or potential litigation so that's how a burger king spokesman got out of answering any questions right the lawsuit alleges deceptive trade practices with the filing claiming that Burger King started to materially overstate the size of its burgers back in 2017. While the marketing images of the Whopper may have grown bigger, the recipe or the amount of beef or ingredients contained in Burger King's Whopper has never changed, according to the lawsuit. Here's a question. How did you come to that determination? How did you look at a commercial on TV and determine that what you see on TV is not the same size meat you're buying. <laughs> That's what I, I want to know. I yeah. But, I mean, they always say in the advertisements, usually anyway, um, this picture, 
you know, may appear larger than the actual size. Well, yeah, it says may appear or, something. Or, it, yeah, it, it points out the actual fact that size. right? Yeah, so actual product may vary or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think it's a baseless lawsuit. I said why. I don't know why no one's ripped it up yet and thrown it out. I know before in, you know in any way of entertain it, but um. The class action lawsuit alleges that Burger King's size inflation doesn't stop at the Whopper, noting that the ads also overstate the size of menu items like the Impossible Burger. Well, anyway. Uh, <laughs> the Big King and the Bacon Double Cheeseburger, among other items. I'm going to tell you something personally. I've had the Big King. That is a lot of sandwich. Yeah, it is. I can't have the Big King now with my new Eden right thing but, but the big king is a lot of sandwich yes it is and i cannot believe that they're alleging that in the lawsuit that there's a problem with the big king sandwich anyway. uh, these people are just headline grabbers yep exactly that's all i think the filing points to youtube and social media comments about burger king's food items let me read that to you again everybody out there the filing they filed this lawsuit and it's and it points to YouTube and social media comments about Burger King's food items. Okay, so everybody's opinion matters now. Yeah. Apparently. With some food bloggers complaining about the difference between the advertising copy and the reality of the food. Wow. Listen. Um, I don't know how many times I've said on this program and off this program... Stop getting your news and information from social media. I know. So you're I telling me on one source for my news, not you. Oh God! <laughs> I'm even even I'm not reliable. <laughs> How can you file a lawsuit that is based on YouTube and social media comments? I know it's ridiculous. Like comments are comedy. Here we go again. Let's get back. We just drew a circle back to the first segment. Yeah. Comments are sometimes the best part of any story on the internet to read. But anyway, how do you then look at the comments and go, wow, these people are mad about the Whopper. They think that picture is bigger than the actual sandwich. I got to file a lawsuit. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Um, So, um, following that logic, if I were to say... That when I watched Ant-Man, those ants were so much larger yeah. than actual ants. They were so big, they and made uh, Ant-Man look tiny. I Right? So, I don't understand why I can't sue because real ants are not right. as big as they're portrayed in that movie. So, not, <laughs> not not for nothing, but the issue is especially con- quote especially concerning now that inflation, food, and meat prices are very high, and many customers, especially lower income customers, consumers are struggling financially, according to the lawsuit. So, not only are they saying uh, these comments on YouTube said the food is smaller than what you're advertising, but it also says, and this is important right now because. Uh, the inflation in the economy is yeah. weakening and making us even broker. Right. I mean, for this, for the, the this lawsuit holds so much credibility in my eyes that they should say it that way. They should say because we're all broker. <laughs> even though broker is not a word. Right. <laughs> um, like 
Broker, so, yeah, that's a word, but not broker. So yeah. So <laughs> so apparently, according to this lawsuit, you can't have it your way. Apparently. At Burger King. Apparently. But like the lovely Sharon said, companies hire advertising to do these. And you, if you saw videos of how these advertising companies actually make pancakes look so delicious, you, you I would know. You would. You would just. Like spin. the material that they use to make it look like butter, because you know that's not real butter, okay? And but that <laughs> delicious maple syrup. I mean, I mean oil. the ten weight forty. <laughs> yeah, right. It's car oil, you know. But yeah, it's crazy. Okay, so there's that Burger King. There's that. I won't stop eating that anymore. I can't eat that right now because. Well, yeah, I mean, we don't really eat there anymore. Yeah. We don't eat anywhere anymore since COVID. Right. Well, here's one that should particularly interest you. A woman has an organ removed after not farting in front of her boyfriend for years. What? Yeah. Okay, what organ? I don't um it, it was like a it was like a stand-up organ. Wow. Um, <laughs> um huh. so this Irish barista Kara Clark, 19 years old. Wow. Reportedly had get, had to get her appendix removed after two full years of holding in farts around her boyfriend. Uh, Clark posted a TikTok video on March 29th on her account, and that has been viewed about 2.2 million times. I'm posting tech tips. I know free <laughs> computer tech advice. Right. And I'm not getting 1.2 million hits. I'm not getting 100,000 <laughs> hits. I'm not getting 0.2 million. I'm not getting I'm not getting 100 uh, 1,000. My wow. highest one is 926. Wow. Free tech tips. <laughs> right. But this lady doesn't fart for 2 years and it's two and a, almost 2 and a half million friggin' views. That's crazy. Clark tells the Nottingham Post that she developed extreme stomach pain while at work and immediately went to the hospital. She discovered she had an infection that required the removal of the appendix before it burst. All seemingly because she would not pass gas in front of her boyfriend, Duffy, who reportedly was dying laughing at the reason for the surgery. Wow. How insensitive is he? Right? Right? (laughs) Will Smith ought to slap the shit out of him. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Or her. (laughs) The video stirred up nearly 2,700 comments, many of which included women like Clark who did the same. Others said they let loose around their male partners without a care. One user simply said, new fear unlocked. Wow. (laughs) You know what, though? I got to say, when I was her age, I would do the exact same thing. I think we both did that when we were dating. Yeah. And it's like, you you don't want to be the first one to fart in front of your... Your new mate, and now look at us now. Uh, we're like it's, tooting see, like it's no one's right. Business. It's like a, it's like a uh, lighthouse foghorn up in here. Sometimes <laughs> we're afraid to walk behind each other up the steps. But <laughs> but yeah, because we you know there were times where I walked to and from your house late at night because we were only yeah. one township apart and it wasn't yeah. a long walk; it was a straight run. Yeah, and that was a very comfortable walk home because it was like oh, oh I know, especially right? walking so, walking second. across I ninety five on a bridge. I mean, you know, we had all the other smells. <laughs> you know, the funny. The funniest thing is when you would close the door, I'm sure you heard these loud ass farts coming from the other side of the door. <laughs> but no, like we've all done that, but I don't think we've ever done it to the point. 
Where we would put where, ourselves in medical jeopardy. Yeah. Right. First of all, is that medically possible? I think so. Is it? I would think so. I mean, like, to hold in your farts like that? I mean, it's painful. Very painful to yes. hold in your farts. Especially if you got... Especially if you ate a very gassy food. I mean, if you don't if you don't let them out, you can you can you can you can probably blow a tire and have a hernia. Yeah, I would think. Yeah, you have to call the tow truck. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, anyway, don't hold your farts in, man. Let it go. Let it (laughs) let Let it go. Here's the thing: let it go. If she leaves, it wasn't meant to be. If she stays, then marry her. (laughs) 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 Anyway. All right, moving on to the Wombat of the Week. How can you get involved with the Wombat of the Week? It's very simple. All you have to do is send us a verifiable link to a news story of stupid people doing stupid things. It has to be verifiable. And uh, and send it to us. You can send it to us at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com or send it across on Facebook at JM Talk. Send us a DM. Get it to us. It goes into the lineup. I got to tell you, the lineup is huge right now because yeah. I was not blowing smoke when I said we can close our eyes and go, and we'd pull one right out of the air. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. that's the problem with society right now. Everybody wants to be a wombat. Yep. Uh, so this wombat is from, I thought I had that, the area. Right thing, but I, I didn't. Anyway, so it's about two teens. A teen was killed after two boys, or it might have been more than two boys. Anyway, they take turns shooting at each other wearing body armor. Oh my god! Um, this really also falls into the Darwin Awards. <laughs> um, if you don't know what the Darwin Awards is, it's basically it's it's wombat to the tenth power. It's people who are actually doing things that are so stupid that they're taking themselves out of the gene pool. Right. Um. So the police said that uh, the two boys took turns shooting at each other while wearing body armor, um, and uh, one of the one of the teens, 16 years old, died after he was hit by a bullet while taking turns with wow. 17-year-old Joshua Vinnan. Um, so police did arrest Vinnan on Thursday on a charge of aggravated manslaughter of a child with a firearm, and um, <clears throat> a 17-year-old witness to the shooting. Uh, he misled officials with inaccurate information about what took place and who actually shot the 16-year-old. Uh, mm. So the witness was also arrested and charged with providing false information to law enforcement, which is a very serious crime. Oh, sure. And at 17, that's not a crime that you want on your record. Right. Oh, I know. Um, but so I, the story doesn't go into detail, but I imagine... They got a hold of body armor from somewhere. Maybe one of them has a police officer in the family. But, you know, um, body armor is not made for for fun. First of all, firearms aren't made for fun. I know. These are the kind of stories that really piss me off as a gun owner. Right. Because I I have questions. Where do they get the firearm? Two 17-year-olds and a 16-year-old? Where do they get the firearm? Exactly. So that's problem number one. Problem number two, where'd they get the body armor? And problem number three is body armor is not a toy. You know when someone gets shot with body armor, like when a law enforcement officer gets shot with body armor, you know there's a very high chance, you know, survive or not, that that body armor is retired. Or if it's plates, the plates are replaced. Oh, yeah. You don't just swap it around and keep Uh, firing at it. Right? (sighs) (sighs) Like, I want more information about this. I want to know where they got this stuff. 
Um, yeah, that's. I mean, it's horrible that they had to learn the hard way. Oh, and the, oh, and they did because the two seventeen-year-olds are being charged as adults. Oh, good. Yeah, so not being charged so as juveniles. Who were who was killed? The sixteen-year-old. Oh. Yeah, and it doesn't specify how. It doesn't specify if it didn't yeah. hit the body armor. Right. Did it hit a piece of weak body armor? Did it ricochet right. off the body armor and hit him? Something exactly. like you know what I mean? Yeah. Which again could be caused by creating multiple dents and fractures in the yep. body armor from yep. the firearm repeatedly being shot at it. Exactly. So they're both going to be charged as adults, and they should. They should. It's an asinine move, and it really does nothing for those of us that are trying to advance the education and the knowledge of other people as to why it's important to maintain the Second Amendment and maintain our Absolutely. right to bear arms. You yeah. know, Then you have right. clowns like this who go around doing stuff like this. Yeah. Really? It's so uh, comfortable down no, here. It's cool. I'm sweating. You're also wearing a very non-breathable shirt. Yeah, probably why. That's made of polyester. Is it? Because it stretches. It's polyester. It doesn't breathe. Polyester doesn't breathe very well. Okay. This is cotton. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah. um, So, these, all three kids, uh, you you know, condolences to the family of the victim. Yeah, absolutely. But all three of these kids are wombats and... I I would include, even though they're nameless, because we don't know who they are, whosoever's handgun and body armor it was. Yeah. Maybe you didn't give it to them, but for not having it secured or yep. whatever. Yep. It's like these challenges with these teenagers. Mm-hmm. They want to do stupid things. It all started with the Tide Pods, and it just went crazy from there. <laughs> <laughs> and funny, one of the first... Somewhere in the first 10 or 12 shows of this new concept show that I started, we started, the Tide Pods are in there. The Tide Pods happened the same yeah. year I started this program. Right. Exactly. I remember that. And then you had the, let's get out of the car while it's moving and dance. <laughs> was, How many people got run over just, doing that by their own yeah. freaking car? I know. Let's, uh, uh. let's drink boiling hot water challenge. All these different challenges yeah. that Let's, people were trying to, and then uh, I remember, I don't remember exactly what the challenge was, but um, I believe it was something like the teenagers had to do something to kill themselves, and it was mortifying, you know. I got an idea. How about we teach children properly? Challenge. How about that? <laughs> Let's do something about what we're teaching the youth and how we're teaching the youth. I would go off like a fart in church. Well, or a fart. And you, all, you better fart in church, otherwise you're going to have your appendix removed. <laughs> right. It's really quite that simple. Right, exactly. So, um, yeah. So anyway, so that's the Wombat of the Week, all three of them. Anyone else who's responsible for it, how'd they get the handgun, how'd they get the body armor, include them too. Right. And firearms are nothing to play with. Exactly. They're not toy guns. So not only was it left work and begotten to. Right. But there was no education given to these children. Right. Who may be surrendered. Like, obviously, it... Oh, man. I'm just so upset about this story, actually. Anyway, get your wombats in. JoelMaholicRadio at gmail.com or send it to us at Facebook. 
as a DM. I probably, you know what? I'm so upset about. It. I probably should not have done that one as a bombat. I really probably shouldn't have. Yeah. But I did. Sue me. What are you gonna do about it? <gasps> you don't know, say that. Right. You know what you can do you about take it. Take that part out. You know what you can do about it? What? You can say goodbye, Sharon. Goodbye, Sharon. All right. Well, there it is. The lovely Sharon is leaving. I'm leaving for 90 seconds. Take a quick break. Get something to drink. And when we come back, oh my God, the rest of the podcast <gasps> coming up What? right after this. Hi, this is Tara. You're listening to my puppy. So don't go anywhere. He'll be way back. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel. But now there are vaccines and they are the very first step that let us get back to what we miss most. It's okay to have questions. Is it safe? Should I wait? Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision when vaccines are available to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Are you ready for some more Joel Mahalik show? I'd better not. Uh, I have what doctors call a little bit of a weight problem. I have the irrefutable proof that the earth is not flat. Here it is. If the earth was flat, don't you think cats would be on the edge of it knocking off? A new episode every Sunday at JoelMahalik.com. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon, uh, who has uh, taken exit. And we are back with you and I, me and you, uh, here on the last segment of the show. And uh, the last couple of weeks, we had uh, a lot of, uh, we still have a lot of commitments. It's it's difficult, you know, it's difficult to get the show put together with the amount of things coming at us left and right. Um as of late and it just seems like more things keep coming <laughs> instead of giving us some sort of a of a reprieve and so it's been difficult and we had to take a couple of weeks and we weren't on the air uh i was doing filler productions and uh a couple of them were old-time radio stuff and uh you know if you had heard any of it and uh if you're if if, if you like that stuff or you never really heard old time radio because maybe you're from the younger generation generation and you enjoy it there was a concept here at joel mahalik productions uh in conjunction with uh, reality one radio uh to produce a new old time radio show and uh we're just on the cusp of uh putting it out starting January of 2022 when uh, my colleague and partner Rich Hall passed away suddenly from you know the bad things that COVID does to the body and um, so the concept is still there uh, the notes are still there uh, the library is in place we could do it and I may still do it and the you know the sad part of it is about not having the time to do it is that we have um, stations ready to air it in that part. So, um, yeah, so that's where we are with that. But uh, something that we uh, definitely may still do in the future. You know, it's always there. That's the thing about producing uh, podcast radio and stuff like that. It's always there. It's always there. And so, um, yeah. So, uh Maybe keep an earshot out for that. 
So anyway, here we are. Uh, I wanted to <laughs> one of the things I wanted to talk about this week was, uh, and I've said this before. Like I feel like I just keep going over and over and over and over and over the same stuff sometime. And this is my advice for you to not get your news from social media, uh, unless it's a reliable source. And and really, these days, what is a reliable news source, right? What is a reliable news source? We have no idea. We have no idea. But uh, I'm seeing some stuff on social media this week. People are losing their minds about this mega comet. Now, if you haven't heard about this, okay, there's a mega comet that was discovered. It's, uh, um, you know, the, the scientific name is C2014UN271, also known as the... Bernardinelli Bernstein uh, comet, the biggest comet ever seen. And um, some images came out recently from uh, the Hubble telescope. And the reason that they were able to make a determination as to the size of this thing is because it's larger than any comet ever captured by this telescope. And the images are actually really fascinating, you know. Uh, when you think about it because of how far away it is and Hubble has gotten these amazing images of it. But so they're saying that, um, here's the facts. So they're saying that, uh, you know, this thing stretches at about 80 miles across. Okay. And that's the, um, that's the nucleus, the center. And uh, they're saying that's like larger than the state of Rhode Island. Um, and this, according to a statement from NASA, and it's about 50 times larger than the average comet core. So imagine that. <clears throat> imagine the size of it being, you know, I mean, the way they put it in perspective, and I guess you can make your own determination as to um, how big that might be in your own mind. But, I mean, so this thing is, you know, it, it's traveling at like 22,000 miles per hour. And, you know, it's it's very far from here, Okay. And they say that this comet has been um, coming towards our sun for over one million years. For over one million years, it's been working on getting to here. Now, how do they make those determinations in a scientific world? I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, it's probably a lot of equations. I, <laughs> you know, because how can you take an image from a telescope? of something so far away and make determinations like that say hey how long has that thing been traveling at this point and the closest it will ever get to earth is about 1 billion miles somewhere around 2031 so um that's the facts but what's going around social media these days is, you know, that, oh, this mega comet's coming, you know, <laughs> and everybody's starting to freak out about this mega comet, you know, and then there's some people that are like, oh my God, thank God, just get this whole experiment over with. Come on, mega comet, come on, come on, mega comet, get here, get here, get here. It's not even coming close. <laughs> it's not even coming close. Like, please stop looking at people's videos on social media and making determinations. Like, you know, how many life decisions and life determinations and outcomes have been made based on somebody 
watching videos on social media and taking it for gospel. Uh, How many? So, anyway. I just wanted to point out a way, you know... I'm sorry. I'm looking at the stories I'm talking to you. I want to point that out again about where you get your news from. This comet is still too far away for Hubble to exactly determine, to define its nucleus, okay? But with the information they have, they're they're making an estimate that it's about 80 miles across. Now, that's the, the next largest one before that was one discovered in 2002, and that was 60 miles across. So, you know... And many of you probably didn't even hear about this because you have to be getting scientific news from somehow where the mainstream media has to pop out with some amazing story that, you know, you didn't know about. But this is the kind of thing, though. This is exactly the kind of thing that the mainstream media would use as fear-mongering, which is sort of what I'm seeing on social media. People like like people like we complain about the news about the mainstream news media um, not being fair, not being balanced, not reporting correct, inflating stories, like fear mongering, and then we the people or some of the we the people then go on social media and basically do the same thing. But it's worse. It's worse because these people somehow become influencers and they have thousands and thousands and thousands of followers. And if you have if you have a following like that and you're an influencer, the last thing you want to do is, you know, basically spew garbage, you know, and call it news. That's not good. That's not good. So um, so yeah, so that's, you know, that's what's going on with that. It's, um, interesting, uh, but that's, that's the science behind, you know, um, what is going on with, um, with that comet. Space is crazy, right? The stuff that's out there. And like, you know, to just think about for a second, just the vastness of what is out there, because it's not just us. Yeah, there's all so many other galaxies out there, and we have no idea what's in them because of the sheer, uh, uh, the sheer time it would take to get to one. You know, that's why, like, you know, I like I really enjoy movies that go over that. You know, really enjoy movies that go over that 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 look into that that give you just a little bit of uh, a little touch of that. You know, contact was one. You know, and then, you know, where they just, they, they just kind of dabble into that. And when they do, they do it in such a way that makes it really, really, really interesting. And what was that other one that I really love? It's right on the tip of my tongue and I can't, oh my goodness, I can't think of it. Like I, I've talked to so many people about it and gotten people to watch it. It's like, and it's a long movie, but oh my goodness, I cannot think for the world right now what it was. But you know, movies like that, that make you think, that make you think about the vastness of what's out there or the possibilities of, of what's out there um, is amazing. So, <sighs> okay. Um, so, um, one other thing. 
Another story that popped up that we didn't get to earlier in the show because we were talking about some other weird stories. But anyway, so check this out. You know, another thing that, I, that we talk about a lot of times is like the Sue happy people in this country, in this world. Let's say in the world because it's not just the United States. It's everywhere. People will sue for anything. For an instance, a Kentucky man took his employer to court after they threw him after they threw the man a birthday party that he didn't want. And the jurors sided with him. Okay, and now, and he won. He won this court case in the Kenton County Circuit Court. So the plaintiff, who's an employee of Gravity Diagnostics, he sued the employer after he was fired following a birthday party they threw for him in August. According to documents in the court, the employee had notified the office manager that birthday parties triggered his anxiety disorder and that being the center of attention will cause him to have a panic attack. Jesus, help me. Um, during, uh, doing this simple thing could help ease your anxiety. Um, no, oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so he apparently asked days in advance before his birthday not to do a celebration as they did for other employees. And then on the 7th of August, his, uh, on his birthday, they arranged a lunchtime birthday party in the lunchroom. This according to the lawsuit. Uh, the employee said they found out about the party as he was headed into his lunch break, which triggered a panic attack. The incident caused the employee to leave the office suddenly and spend his lunch break in his car. He then sent a text message to the office manager asking why she failed to accommodate his request and not have a party. And then the next day, he was called into a meeting in which he said he was confronted and criticized by the office manager about his reaction to the party. And that meeting then triggered another panic attack and the employee asked the office manager to stop. Um, and the employee was then sent home for the next two days. And that weekend, he was notified that he was being fired, quote, because of events of the previous week, end quote. So he sued the employer on the grounds of disability, discrimination, and retaliation. Now, and he won. So, I mean, I do see his point. If you say don't do it, then don't do it. I mean, it is a how much more of a simple request? But this request now, now this request cost the employer not only the birthday party expenditures that they made, but now it cost the employer $450,000. $450,000 for just doing nothing like the employee asked. You know? And, um, you know, that's, that's another problem. You know, like, you, yes, there's a problem there where people don't want to work. But there's the, the other. The, there's another side to that, and a lot of people are finding out that employers, a lot of them, are full of crap and don't care about their employees. And in this case, this company did not really care about this employee. He asked them days in advance not to throw a party, and they threw a party. Now, uh, I'm not sure if he's clinically diagnosed with these issues. Um, I suspect that he is because he won his court case. And um, I think without something like that, it would have been a he said, she said, you know, sort of thing. But so, uh, yeah, all in all, um, it doesn't, I don't know why some employers can be such hard asses, you know, these are the people that work, that work for you and and are responsible for your wealth. 
responsible for your wealth. Boy, the amount of Scrooges in this world running businesses. That is an expensive mistake to make. Yeah. So anyway, um, I, I don't know what to say after that, except that brings us to the end of the show. And so I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, I want to remind everybody um, of something that it's in the show notes, but stop by my TikTok at TechRSQ, T-E-C-H-R-S-Q. Uh, I am doing short tech help videos and trying to garner a following so I can do live ones. So stop by and see me over there at TechRSQ. Thanks for listening to the program. Find us here on the program at www.jmtalk.net. Uh, also at TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk, Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. You can also drop us a line in a Wombat of the Week if you want in the email at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. So uh, that does it for us. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening and join us each Sunday. New podcasts drop each week. We are trying to get back into the swing of things, but bear with us. We appreciate your uh, cooperation as we sometimes have to put up some other original produced content instead of our lovely voices. We'll see you again next time, folks. Uh, have a great weekend. Enjoy your Easter, and we'll catch you next time on the show. Bye-bye. show on HBO, like a reality show filmed at the Bunny Ranch. You remember that? Yeah, with all the hookers. It was uh... no, no. Is this something that you and I need to sit down and talk about? <laughs> no. So the owner. Are you sure? Yes, the owner, Dennis oh, Hoff. Okay. He won the election for the Nevada State Legislature. Here's the problem. Isn't he dead? He died. How can a dead person be elected? And even in death, he had beaten the Democratic opponent, uh, Lisa Romanoff. Well, that's not saying much for Lisa Romanoff. <laughs> How bad is the Democratic Party in that area? You're dead, and you win the election. On his first day in this position, is someone going to say, hey, you look a little stiff?